Let's do things God's way. Ours didn't work. Part 1 by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor Genesis chapter 2 verses 16 through 17 says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Did we listen? No. Genesis chapter 3 verses 4 through 6. Then the serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when she saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Innocent animals were sacrificed to provide covering for Adam and Eve's fallen state, foreshadowing the sacrifice of Christ, the Lamb of God, who would later cover the sins of all humanity. We lost the right to eat from the tree of life, meaning we could no longer freely seek the mind of Christ. Why? Because we as mankind did things our way as the result of humanity's submission to Satan's advice in lieu of obeying God, we lost our immortality and our rule or dominion was forfeited to the adversary. Satan became the head of this now cursed world and its people. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, however, we see a prophecy Satan has worked very hard to keep from being fulfilled. Why? because it promises future restoration and the means by which God would accomplish it. Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 And I, God, will put enmity, hatred, between you, Satan, and the woman, and between your seed, those that follow Satan, and her seed, Christ, and all that follow him. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. So first we see God's promise that the seed of woman would crush the serpent's head, which Jesus did just that through his resurrection from the grave. He who was born of woman, making him her seed, put the enemy to shame, making a public spectacle of the powers of hell. He not only allowed Satan to kill him to pay the penalty for our sins, but resurrected the victor to also regain ownership of the planet and all on it. Succeeding in this, he also proved that he had the power over death, hell, and the grave. In fact, power over every other form of life, including Satan. There is, however, a future application also. Those that are born again through Christ are his blood covenant family, his seed, and are in his image. Because of his sacrifice through his blood and the word of their testimony, they will one day completely triumph over the seed of Satan. The seed, Jesus, will bring victory as the word of God is prayed, sung through praise, or spoken through prophecy by His body, the body of Christ. Women in particular will have a major part in this restoration. She who was instrumental in humanity's fall, in that she chose the wrong knowledge, will be used of God to restore truth, 
reversing the damage caused by Eve. Wisdom is being released to reveal the plan of God, bringing hope to mankind, and to victoriously strengthen the testimony of the Church. Women and Satan are therefore more than ever at enmity with one another today. They are mutual enemies, however. Satan harbors feelings of pure hatred, a hostility expressed through active attack. She in turn releases truth that will stabilize the minds of those that love God and expose the adversary's schemes in these perilous end times. This truth is the sword that will bring defeat to Satan's seed, his body, Antichrist. Satan therefore holds a bitter animosity towards women and his aim is to suppress her, stop her. Again, mankind has served Satan well by doing things their way. Even though Christ died for everyone's sin and deliberately allowed himself to be hung on a tree to remove the curses pronounced on both men and women, man has continued to treat women as if they were still under the curse. In general, thanks to Satan's intervention, Man has repressed the very vessels God wishes to function through, to release His knowledge, reversing the bad choices made by Eve, and restoring the original perfect order of creation to this planet. Jesus said we are the salt of the earth. Salt preserves and cleanses. But think about it. It takes sodium and chloride in equal parts to make salt. Two different components, one a metal, the other a gas. But combined, salt is produced that is necessary for life. The point is, women as well as men must be given a place in church offices as both giftings are necessary to be complete and victorious. By refusing to recognize the gifting of the female half of the church, God's house has become one of the most lopsided, perverted institutions on earth, with homosexuals, pedophiles, and money-hungry hirelings as leaders. This unnatural situation is a big part of the problem. The newspapers are almost daily reporting incidents of sexual abuse of children, misuse of funds, etc. in the church. Satan loves it. Much of the church today is seen by God as ugly wrinkled spots in the kingdom. Because of the empty religion and traditions handed down generation after generation, the unholy lifestyle is condoned, and today a major portion of the church is not even worthy of restoration. There is neither male nor female, Greek or Jew in the supernatural. All are one in Christ, but in this world, where the problem originated, Eve's folly must be rectified in the natural first. Mankind can then be harmonious with the whole of creation complete in the supernatural and the natural, and all can be restored as in the beginning. Whether we want to receive it or not, there has been a spoke missing in the wheel of life that has been affecting all creation. To the proportion that Eve destroyed, women will release knowledge that will restore. As a side note, a previous example of this method of reversal being implemented to satisfy a curse was when Peter denied the Lord three times before the cock crowed, denying his fellowship with Jesus. To remove these three curses and free Peter to fulfill his office as apostle, Jesus asked after his resurrection, 
Do you love me, Peter? He repeated this question three times to rectify the three curses Peter brought on himself. It's the Lord's way of correcting a situation. Therefore, women will be used of God to birth life into a new heaven and new earth through the knowledge of God. To the same degree, Eve's choice of Satan's knowledge destroyed and corrupted this one. Men and women were created to lovingly rule this earth together. They were well equipped to have dominion and be fruitful in all things. Each were created with their own gifting and anointing. Wisdom flowed through the woman and understanding through the man. This is not to say women are without understanding or men wisdom, but there is a greater anointing as each of them function in their specific roles. This was the perfect will of God, and Satan could not touch them. They were complete as one, until Eve foolishly traded God's wisdom for Satan's intellect and fed it to Adam, who readily consumed it. Adam knew better. He understood perfectly the ramifications of taking in the wrong knowledge. But evidently his desire to please Eve was more important than God's commandment. They both rebelliously broke the law of God that stated, Do not eat or touch. Sadly, the descendants of Adam and Eve are just as rebellious, beginning with their firstborn, Cain. He was quite aware a blood sacrifice was necessary to cover sin because of God's example in the garden. Yet he offered grain to God. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 21, it says, Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin, innocent animals were sacrificed, and clothed them. Blood sacrifices of animals were necessary, as they were a substitute atonement until, in the plan of God, man would be covered by Christ, the Lamb of God. Galatians chapter 3 verse 27 says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Each year mankind receded further and further from their perfect state in the garden and became more in the image of Satan. In chapter 6 of Genesis, we see rebellion at a new height. The daughters of man married the sons of God, or the angels, producing giants, unnatural creatures with unusual thinking and strange appetites. Genesis chapter 6 verse 2 That the sons of God the angels saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves, of all whom they chose. God at this point was grieved that he had created mankind. Genesis chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. This should be a strong warning. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Only Noah, his three sons, and their wives, eight people, were preserved along with pairs of each species of animal. Note, animals acceptable as sacrifices were taken into the ark in sevens. They would someday need them as, well, let's just read. Genesis chapter 9 verses 21 through 24. 
Then he, Noah, drank of the wine, and was drunk, and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awoke from his wine, and knew what his younger son had done to him. Ham evidently did more than just look upon his father's nakedness. Therefore he and all his descendants became cursed. Mankind wasn't doing so well, and it only got worse as we grew in numbers. We read the scenario of the Tower of Babel, Sodom and Gomorrah, plagues on Egypt, on and on. The mishaps came about. Did man change? No. He continued blindly on, doing things his way and failing miserably. In closing, the following blast will discuss the effect of man's rebellion on today's church and find how the world's problems can actually be corrected and all creation blessed. Therefore, before we become any more involved in the world's failure and marked as one supporting its systems, let's begin to do things God's way, as ours sure hasn't worked.